0: In the first reading of today from the book of daniel we see the intercessory role of daniel praying for the people of israel who were in captivity in babylon the bible said when he discovered by the books i was referring to the book of jeremiah that jeremiah had prophesied that the prophet God will be in captivity for 70 years. And after 70 years, the mercy of God will be poured out. And then they will be released to go back to Israel. And so while he was perusing through the book of Jeremiah, and he saw this truth of divine prophets, he now calculated and discovered that the people of God had been in Babylon more than seventy years, and so when he discovered this truth, he engaged the infrastructure of intercession. God, you said it seventy years. Why are we still in captivity? Why have your mess not come? And he began this great prayer, O oh Lord, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and merciful love with those who love him and keep his commandments. We have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly and rebelled, turned aside from your commandments and ordinances. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name. And Jeremiah continued, Ezekiel, Daniel continued, to make intercession, to make intercession, to make intercession, to speak to God, to remind God of His Word, to remind Him of the fact that what He says must come to pass. What does this teach us? You see, until you learn to discover things in the the books, your intercessory office will be so weak. There are different degrees of prayer life. There's a normal, general praying, praying life, okay, where the person just comes to God because he's in need. The second stage of prayer life is where you begin to discover that you have an office in your calling as a child of God. Not because you're a priest, not because you're a reverend sister, not because you are a you know, anybody, you're not, you're not because you're under vows or whatever, no, but as a Christian, you have been called into the office of prayer, and so because you have discovered your identity in God, you will see prayer as your daily function. You become a functionary of prayer. You must pray. Your Christian life becomes sustained in its glory by prayer. Then, as you work strong in that dimension, in that office of prayer, you begin to be led into deeper mysteries of prayer. That the the bad minister of prayer is where you can come into what they call being an intercessor. When God begins to give you burdens, burdens to pray about. Because the heavens only oppressed by the energy produced by prayer. So God begins to lay in your heart, pray for this. Pray for pregnant women. Pray for those who are sick. Pray that the ears of men will be open to the gospel. Pray that the darkness around this territory may be vanquished. Pray against the onslaught of Satan. Pray against sinners. Pray against those that have marked out to destroy this week. Pray. You see, God laying burdens upon you. And until you pray through your heart, you will know that you, it has not been cleared in the spirit. So you have to keep praying and keep generating the energy until you feel the peace and the joy of God in your heart. Then you now know that sufficient spiritual energy has been produced. And so whatever may be the burden of your heart at that point in time, God has taken action. And so that what would led, that what happened to Daniel here? So he have to pray, intercede, remind God of his covenant, remind him of all that he has said in the past, and what he spoke to the prophets, confess the sins of the people of God that led him into captivity. And the Bible said that it was after this prayer that the angel Gabriel was now sent. Amen. Was then sent to Daniel? And while he was still coming, the Prince of Persia, the ruling demonic spirit in that territory, stopped the angel from coming to give Daniel the revelation to his prayer. You see the warfare dimension. And after, it was after 21 days. The Bible says when Daniel was still praying, he continued praying. One week, two weeks. then to three weeks. Now, the angel came and said, "Ha." The very moment you prayed, God answered your prayer. But the Prince of Persia resisted us. You are aware that the day you start praying in faith and strong mind that God answers your prayer. There are forces that contend with the answers to our prayers. Paul said, a great door, an effectual door has been given unto us. But what? There are many adversaries. Grow in prayer, child of God. Inverse in prayer. Don't relent. Luke 18 Jesus said, men ought to pray always and never faint. The tendency to faint is so high. The more you pray, the safer you become. What did I say? The more you pray, the safer you become. Very important. And the more you pray, the more you enter into, into realms of knowing and understanding that will begin to shape your perception of, of life generally. And that's the only dimension where you can understand why, why Christ was saying here. He said, Jesus said to his disciples, be merciful as your father is merciful. He is only in the office of prayer you will know how God is merciful. I tell you. It is in that in-depth intercessory power of prayer. As you pray, your spirit will just begin to, you know, keep record of, oh, this is how God feels for men. When you begin to de- go deeper in prayer, your rash judgment will drop because God will start opening your eyes to see truly the true condition of men and what keeps them in that condition. That they don't need judgment, they need what intercession. So at the sense of condemning people will reduce. Because you now see them in the true nature, in their true colours. It's only in the name of prayer that you understand that there is a law that governs the atmospheric glory of God. And that law is the law of giving. It's a law. Just the way the law of for you to exist in this realm, you must breathe. Likewise, in that realm too, you will see that what makes things move is the act of giving. Yesterday, it was God who demanded from Abraham, he said, give me. Does he need it? No. But that's the only way he can connect himself with Abraham. Now here he's saying, he said, give. And he shall be given unto you. Give. Make it an act of worship. Give your time. Give your talent. Give your ingenuity. Any opportunity to have, use it to advance God's will. Give your, your, your treasure. It's an act of worship. The devil is attacking that dimension of Christian life so much. I tell you. And he says what? And it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Why this emphasis? Shaken together. It's not over. Running over. Will be poured upon your lap. Not when you die. It is now that you're on this earth. It will happen. Begin gradually. You may not start in a very big way. But begin and cultivate the culture of giving. With this consciousness. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I serve you. Lord, I give you this. Lord, I give you that. Let it become your consciousness every day. Let your giving speak louder than your mouth. What did I say? Let your giving speak louder than your mouth. And when we begin to operate in this dimension, you will see that the Spirit of God will not find it difficult to relate with us. He will flow around us. So I pray at this Mass that as we are sins of Abraham, the grace of divine supplication will grow in our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That every weakness that comes, all the things that comes and distracts us every day, that demeans our interest in the things of God, that by the Holy Spirit we'll have the capacity to be able to push them over and continue to walk in the path of God has for us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We pray for a deeper understanding in the law of giving, that as we serve God every day, who will engage the most important dimension in advancing our growth in God. Because at the end of it all, it is this same God who has asked us to do all this. Now see welcome us into what he is preparing for us. Personally, myself, every day, I thank St. Paul. I see you have given me a language I am going to speak when my time comes for me to, you know, transit this world. And I must repeat it in a very magnificent way. I will say I have fought the good fight of faith. I will say I have run the race. And I will make sure that I have finished my course. And I will want to be confident to say what awaits me now is a crown of glory which the Lord has prepared for me. And for all those who have been faithful to the end. May this be our portion through Christ our Lord.